This is a Stand Up New York Labs production, providing you podcasts since 2013. People have been bringing their problems to me for as long as I can remember. I have one of those faces that just says, tell me what's going on. And now I have one of those podcasts that says, go ahead, tell me what's going on. Welcome to Mess in Progress. Hi, everybody, and welcome to Mess in Progress with myself, Gina Brion, and my lovely co-host, Catherine G. Mendoza. That was a little more enthusiastic. Yeah. It really was. It was, it's almost like I'm waking up. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Hello, people. <laughs> say hi to the people. Yeah, I forgot to say hi, say hi to the people. It's okay. I'm really not awake. <laughs> I'm really not. I've, I've that was a false sense of hope that it's I was awake. I, I, I got it. Uh, we also have in in the studio. Ooh, in so house. fancy. In house, we also have our lovely guest, Minu. And I want to say, I want to say Minu and Heart, but I always feel like <laughs> I'm confusing. He's like, <laughs> He's like, that's my name, Gina. That's, that's me. And I'm like, <laughs> and whenever I say it, I go, well, not. I mean, of the hard hearts, not of the hard oh, hearts. Yeah, yeah, of the Kev hearts. Like whenever I say menu and heart, I feel like everybody's question is of the hard hearts. I'm so my name is so connected to every to a lot of different entertainment. Yeah, Just like from Kevin Hart to Menuhin is a famous violinist in, in France. Wow. Oh shoot! So he has like a whole Menuhin festival. So when I talk to musicians, it's just like. Like menu, like Yehudi menu, and I was like, no, <laughs> just me. Surprisingly enough, uh, no, no, Wait, not was at all. That on purpose? Um, I don't, I don't think so. I like my my grandfather gave me this. I'm a third, oh. so it's three of us. So you're menu in the third. Wait, I'm a is third. It, is, yeah. Do you wow. have the Roman number on your ID? I, do I have it on my day? Yes. I, think, I think so. I love that. See, that's the only point to me. That's the only official. point of a junior. Yeah, I do. Is to I do have the room. That's so I love cool. it. It's awesome. Yeah. That's so cool. Yeah. That's so so I got, regal. So yes. that. Hello, menu in the third. Hello, I'm menu in the third. Yes. Menu <laughs> <laughs> in the third is joining us today. And then my middle name is Hannibal. Menu in Hannibal Hart. Yes. That is a strong name. That's a nice name. That's like I'm supposed to be a celebrity of some sort. Yeah, yes. <laughs> it's just like that's so, a very that's a famous sounding name. So yes. so yeah, I'm I'm so and so. Oh yo, do you know Hannibal Burris? I'm like yeah, I do know Hannibal Burris. <laughs> I wasn't named after him though. Or do that's... you like eat people like Hannibal Lecter? <laughs> like nah, I, I don't. I, I like corny. I like corny jokes. I'm a vegan. <laughs> um, I'm actually vegan and that's very offensive. That's like super offensive. I like check peas, bro. <laughs> bro. Come on, man. Soy milk. Minuin is uh, one of my very hilarious friends. We're actually working together this weekend yeah. at uh, Levity Live Comedy Club. We had our first show last night. It was a lot of fun. I don't even remember how we first met. You know what? I was when she said that, like, how are you? I was, I was trying to think of that, but we're, I don't. We've just been friends. We just know each other. Yeah. I like, wow. I feel like we just met on the scene, and I can't remember what club. I can't remember when. I just knew right away. You had such a chill vibe, and you were funny. I like anybody who's like chill and funny, and I can be around for hours without wanting to strangle. Oh yeah, yeah and that's that's very hard in this industry because a lot of yeah. a lot of comedians we are some weird motherfuckers man it's <laughs> yeah no it is it's, it's so true or socially anti-social. awkward anti-social yeah. yeah the band of friends that i have i would not have made these friends outside of comedy like if yeah. i wasn't in stand-up I, there's a lot of people i'm just i look at sometimes I'm like dude i would have never known who you were i would have never looked twice at any of yeah. these folks yeah have these people some of them i would say i could kick it with them outside but yeah nah but there's people that i'm like i i I wouldn't even be in these scenarios to have met you. Exactly. Mm. Yeah. You know, I, I, there's no way that we would have crossed paths for us to ever meet. And I like the fact that we have a lot of quirky, weird comedian friends. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> it makes some great stories. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I mean, that makes does. sense. Yeah. You have some funny, weird, some douchey people. But, like, honestly, I think a lot of the douchebags have um, either waited themselves out and like kind of like either got out of the game or whatever, mm-hmm. or and some of them died. Like we lost some yeah. some bullies, we lost some mm-hmm. douchebags, just left the industry. Yeah. Um. There's a lot more. I feel like there's a lot more family feel to the New York scene now. Mm. Yeah, it is. It, you know what? I can I jump on on the tag into that. Yeah. Um, there's a uh, there's a lot of douchebag comics that I've seen that had to change yeah oh. and now that i see them and they're like oh how are you i'm like get the f- 
I'm like, yeah. I'm looking at you like, because yeah. the thing is, I remember there were certain comics that when I first came to New York and started doing comedy, they had that, I'm on I'm on TV, that vibe, yes. like, like that energy. Yeah. But it's like, like it can't all be taken away exactly. from Exactly. It goes up and comes yes, down. Yes, it does. This is a family, because the thing is, a lot of stuff that I've gotten on television are based on people like, oh, yeah, he's funny. Oh, comics that saw me somewhere or saw me act in a, a film. I was like, yo, yeah, definitely put him on. Now, if I was an asshole yep. to a lot of these people, they wouldn't have put me on. Yeah. yeah. No matter how talented I am or how talented whoever is. It's if you're like, unpleasant to be around, that's the quickest way to never get work. Exactly. It's a constant network thing. Which yeah. Like, yeah. Like who you, who messes with and you. And you know what I with. hate, too, is when you can sense when somebody's fake. Uh, mm. When they're fake nice, we have and they're that. fake polite, <laughs> and I'm just like, oh. that makes me—I mean—hard roll my eyes. You just feel it, like, yeah. Because the thing is, we constantly take the temperature of a room all the time. Like we walk in, not temperature as in like hot, cold for, for the audience. I'm saying, <laughs> I'm saying, when we walk into a room and we're like looking at people, mm-hmm. yeah, it's like it's like a superpower we've collected we just kind of watch them okay this person's like this. almost like being a mentalist where you can walk in a room and you can kind of read the energy of like yeah the people in the room where you're just like oh these people are antsy or all oh, these people are tired oh that's one of my favorite things whenever i go to um a club with one like with her mm-hmm. um hearing y'all ask that as almost the first question yeah, yeah like, like how's the room how's yeah. yeah and there's usually one person who's already gone in uh-huh. and there's two things i've noticed the person who's gone in just to look and the person who just got off stage. Yeah. Yeah. And those are the two, two perspectives. Yeah. Separate answers, but somewhat similar. And yeah. so it informs everyone else. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. yeah. Now imagine that level of awareness to a mass group of people to one person. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just being, just being with one person and be being like, able to read that person's mm-hmm. energy. <laughs> I'm not. Yeah. I'm this. not buying yeah. this. There's so many people that I've met. There's like a couple people here and there in particular where it's, it sticks out like this false overly kind Uh, and i'm like ew mm, you're not like that and then there's people that are genuinely like (laughs) super nice like colin quinn's probably one of the best human beings i have ever had a conversation with freaking dope he He is is the most amazing person he's so sweet he's so insightful he's so down to earth and real like he's the kind of person that you could just sit down and have a conversation with just about new york it doesn't even have to be about comedy but it's even out the blue yeah when i first met him like even i mean i'm still kind of still meeting colin quinn because i I met him in spots Mm -hmm. but every time i see him he's like hey what's going on and he knows he knows i do comedy gave me some advice off top it wasn't like that holding back like you have to earn your your space (laughs) Mm. you know he gave it to me you know who else is really nice Nick DiPaolo. Nick is actually Nick shockingly DiPaolo. nice. People don't shockingly believe him. Nice. Because, <laughs> yeah, because they see his act and he comes across as such a curmudgeon. Don't get me wrong. He can be curmudgeonly. And he's very, very conservative. So a lot of people don't even want to talk to conservative people. But he's True. actually surprisingly so, so nice. I remember nice. I hit him up because there was a comic. Oh, I was so heartbroken. Oh, sorry about that. No, I was so heartbroken. This comic was like, Nick DiPaolo hates female comics. And I was like, oh, no. I'm a female comic and that's, I love him. And I had just started. <laughs> so false. I literally messaged him on MySpace, people. This is how far wow. back this goes. And I was like, um, so I'm a comedian and somebody told me you hate female comics, but you used to work with one of my favorite female comics, Brett Butler. So I don't want to believe that that's true. And he, oh wrote, my God. he wrote me back. This is how nice he is, though. He wrote me back. This is how nice and how real he is. Yeah. He was like, did so-and-so say this? So he names a person. And I go, oh, yeah, that's who oh. said it. <laughs> and he goes, okay, it's not that I don't like female comics. I don't like unfunny people. I get it. Dope. And I was like, I that's okay. I get I, I, can, respect, I it. respect it. Wait, was that. the person who said it a uh, female comic? Yes. Oh, okay. So this was a personal yeah, thing. This yeah, this was a personal and thing. And you just want to put it out on him. Yeah. 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 And I was like. But he still put you it. on because he still said, let me correct this. Yeah. Let me yeah. correct this because I know who it was that's been saying right. this. Yep. And sometimes people get in their feelings. Like mm-hmm. when you talk about somebody, like there's maybe a handful of people that I can honestly say in this industry that are performers that I cannot stand. Like don't want to be in the same room, mm-hmm. will not want to work with them. But that's not even based on whether or not I like their comedy or think they're funny. That's based on who they are as a person. Right. Like, if I've seen you treat other people like crap, mm-hmm. I can no longer view you in that fake way that you put out yeah. on stage. 
that that can't happen so i don't want to be around you yeah uh, but I, like when I you're talking about that. some people just have issues with other people because they're like oh well this person isn't funny so i don't mess with them i'm like i don't care if you're funny or not just be a good person exactly right. like i don't i don't judge comedy because comedy's too subjective for me to be the be-all end-all of what's funny and what's not it shouldn't be a be-all end-all no I mean, it's, it's so abstract it goes in different places people pull it from different i saw a dude do stand-up he pulled out <laughs> I, I forgot his name but he pulls out some note cards, right? And he's like, he acts like he can't read them. And he's like, could you please read this for me? He gives, audience member, gives it to her. And then she starts reading it. And then he starts acting it out on stage. And the shit was so funny. I was like, oh, wow. who thinks it is? I'm like, this shit is so dope. That's awesome. And like, it's stuff great. like that is crazy. And like, somebody might see that and be like, ugh, that's not comedy. That's this, that's that. I'm like, look, nah, it's funny. funny is funny. Yeah. Now, there are certain people that have like gimmicks that maybe I can't view as funny full-on just stand-up comics i'm mm -hmm. like there's difference between a comedic performer and mm -hmm. a stand-up comic true because yeah. a stand-up comic all they have is their jokes yeah, yeah. they just it's deliver jokes <laughs> they yeah. deliver it's words they and stories yeah. and that's it but when you add other elements to it like people are starting to to add not just music which like musical comedy is musical comedy like that's mm -hmm. what it is mm -hmm. you know it's a different category of comedy yeah because there is an extra thing that you can almost, when you're a comic, when you're just a stand-up comic, there's nothing to hide behind. It's just you mm. and the people. It's just you, and that's what's so petrifying for a lot of people about it. Mm. Um, but then there's like other people, like I, I, I do, I struggled a lot with Bo Burnham in the beginning <laughs> because I was viewing him as just a comic when he's not. No, he's he a, is an entertainer. Yeah. And when you change your view of it, you go, oh, I get it now. He's, I'm looking at him like, oh, that's not stand-up comedy. Like that's mm -hmm. a million other things but stand-up comedy right. with some jokes cut in between. But when you look at him as an entertainer, as a performer. Yeah, when you put him in that element, you're like, oh, I get this. You're like, yeah, I go, now I get it. I was viewing you and judging you almost as solely as a stand-up comedian. Mm -hmm. And you had too many crutches for me to give you credit as a stand-up. Mm -hmm. Even though you're brilliant, even though you're funny. Yeah. There were too many extra things. And then um, I think I saw one of his specials. I think it's called Happy. Um, and it's on Netflix mm -hmm. and it was I that's when it clicked. I went, oh, this dude is an entertainer. I love it when he, it clicks. Yeah. Even even, <laughs> even not with just comedy, like even with um, like music, like I, I, I used to do well, still do a lot of music. And I used to hear a lot of club hits like like, for example, a Millie, right? A Millie, a Millie, Lil Wayne. I heard that. Produced by Bangladesh. Dope ass song. But yeah. I heard it when I first heard it. I was in the car driving. I was like. I was like, this is banger, bro. I was just like, all right, this is a radio hit. Yeah. I went to the club and heard that. That shit was crazy. I was yeah. like, yo. You saw people getting <laughs> like, oh, yeah. I, was, I was like, oh, oh I was yeah. jumping around, but in the car driving to work. I was like, eh, this is all right. But that shit, we put that shit in its element. Yeah. It's like, yo. Yeah. Crazy. Bad and Bougie was that for me. <laughs> I heard bougie. Bad and Bougie and I was like, <laughs> why is this song even popular? And then one day, I forget where I was that like, they put it on, but I was like, hey. <laughs> I started bobbing what, my head. I'm what, like, what's oh. that? Uh, what was Cardi B's single? Um, Bodak Yellow. Yeah. Bodak Yellow was the. Yeah, that's it. Bodak Yellow. I kept hearing that. I was living in Harlem. I kept hearing it out. I kept hearing like the teenagers out there just yelling it yeah if you want it like, what song is this i kept hearing it and hearing it and, and i was like let me google that uh, i was like all right i was like oh whoa wait a minute and i was like hey oh okay yes this yeah. is okay this yeah is, this yep. joint is hard you're like yo this is a knock right here yep. yo that there's something about when it clicks Cardi. or when like sometimes i'll be watching somebody special and when you watch comedy as a comic i think i guess it's like it would be like a surgeon watching another surgeon doing surgery. You're yeah. just everything you're watching, even though everybody else around it doesn't isn't really clued into the world like that. Mm -hmm. I'm watching it going, that's brilliant. Mm. That's hilarious. Yes. Like I may not be dying laughing, but I'm going, oh, my God, that's brilliant. Yeah. I'm always like, why didn't I think of that? Yes. Why when you're I... watching a good special, sometimes you won't even laugh. You'll just well, be in awe. Well, because you're analyzing it. You have yeah. to. That's yeah. part of your job. Yeah. yeah. Like you'll, yeah. you'll watch it. Yeah, true, true. Because you're also be learning from it. You're yeah. like, you're either learning what they're doing wrong or mm -hmm. what they're doing right. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> or like, oh, that, that I'm assuming you can go, I've been working on something. I just see how they did that. Yes. And now I figured out what I was missing. Even yeah. if it's just a phrase. Yeah. And the yeah. thing is, even within comedy, like there are like old notebooks that I have of old jokes and stuff that I wrote like years ago yeah. that I'll look at now and I'm in, I open it up. I'm like, oh, snap, that's how I should do that. Because I have a different perspective 
on all the comics that I've seen, comedy that I've taken in, experiences that I had on stage. Yeah. Like, oh, I could definitely pull this off if I did this and that. Yeah. When I did it like this last time, I couldn't properly give it to the people. I wasn't so, in the right space. Exactly. Yeah. To put this bit out there. Yeah. Because there are certain things that are way before their time that you'll write them and you'll be like, man, I, I don't know why this isn't hitting. And it's because your maturity level as a comic isn't where it needed to be for you to deliver it with the confidence yeah. it needed to be sure. delivered with. Um, what was the thing that got you into comedy? Like, how did you get into comedy? I have I have two different start points for comedy. I uh, high school. I okay. did. I took an acting class in high school, and I remember I, for some reason, I mean, I used to watch a lot of movies as a kid anyway, but so that's why I was like, oh, I'll do an acting class. This was my first class in school, and they had this character, and I just, I clicked into it, and then when I came out of it, it was like an intense role, like me and this other guy were going back and forth. I clicked into it, I clicked out, and the whole room was just like, oh, snap. I remember them being like, I was like, whoa, what happened? They were like, that was amazing. <laughs> and I was like, all right. I didn't think much of it because I was like, I'm just acting. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then um, my teacher, well, well, let me give you some background. I went to, I used to live in College Park, Georgia. Mm. And I went, that's the black side of town. So I went from, I, w I, was, in, I was a part of this M to M program, which is called Minority to Majority. So they took black wow. people wow. from the hoods and from whatever neighborhoods, urban neighborhoods, and brought them up to the white schools. So I was at Roswell High School, so at a white school. So it was like only a few of us up there. So... Mm. So that, this preface this. So when I finished that scene, my acting teacher, she was like, I want you to do this monologue for the black history program. Because it was a big thing. It was like, we have black people. We can do the black history program. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> <Damn>, initiatives. <laughs> yeah, so they gave me this monologue. And I remember reading it. And I was like, this is not funny at all. This is, you wanna be, this is supposed to be a funny thing? She's like, yeah. See, so, is you sure this is funny? She's like, yeah, it's been proven. And I was like, who wrote it? And Chris Rock wrote it. <laughs> Oh. I had no clue. So so she wanted me to read the mind. I was, I was like, oh, this is like stand-up comedy, right? Mm -hmm. And I remember my mom used to watch, like she put me to bed early as a kid, and she would watch Def Jam. Mm -hmm. And I would hear it, and she would laugh. And, and I remember looking at the corner, uh, through the corner yeah. of, the, uh, <laughs> yeah. of the of the door, like, what the? And I remember seeing Bernie Mac, like, you understand? Yeah. You motherfuckers, over. I ain't scared of you. More. I remember seeing that. I'm like, what is this? Yeah. And she would be laughing. And my mom was very stressed. So she would always love that. And I was like, one moment I would hear her like laugh really loudly. So That's I, how she decompressed. Yeah. Wow. So I would hear that. And I'd be like, damn, I don't know what this is really. But I remember seeing it a lot through the corner of the door. So I was like, I told my teacher, I said, could I uh, make this stand up comedy? She was like, just long as it's funny and appropriate. I was like, oh, okay, all right. So I started watching. I was sneaking Def Jam tapes. I was watching Comic View. I was watching all I was just like studying it. I was like, mm -hmm. I'm going to figure it out. So I, I just made a lot of the adult jokes uh, high school friendly. <laughs> wow. And then I went on stage within the program, and I just did this stand-up routine. And it was just like, it just hit. And then the next year, they brought me back to do it again. So I just revamped it and did some other stuff. And I did it again. And then they had me hosting talent shows. They had me, like, working. <laughs> they were booking you. <laughs> they were booking me at the school. Wow. <laughs> and then. I'm like, can you do a tight five before this assembly <laughs> real quick? I'll see what I can do. <laughs> I was just doing my first nation. I was just doing all types of. <laughs> so the so what, what was funny was is that the students, they were like, what is he doing? And then the parents were like, we know exactly what he's yeah. doing. Yeah. So they're dying in the back because yeah. they know I'm doing a, a PG version of something that's totally rated R. Yeah. And yeah. the students are just like, this is a new shit. They're yeah. just like, this is amazing. Yeah. You're like, you're oh, like, this is doing it. I'm just I like, yeah, you stole know. it all. <laughs> that, that <laughs> stolen set. <laughs> Revamped. I, I think it was the first time we did, me and my twin <laughs> sister used to do stand up together in the first, like first together, time. Together, yeah, together, on the same stage. Sometimes, yeah. Yeah. And like, I remember the first time she saw uh, her set, like Yo, apart from me, when crazy. we did it separate, she did a set by herself, and her entire set was Wendy Liebman. Mm. Her entire set was Wendy Liebman's act, and she didn't realize it what? until we had watched it years later. And she goes, "Oh, oh my god, that's literally Wendy Liebman's act, that's like some genius almost shit. verbatim. Like she just had it in her brain. Like we loved comedy so much that she must have like literally memorized it all. And then when wow. she had to write a set, she thought." Oh, these are all my jokes. 
<laughs> and she's like, and then later on we watch it. She goes, "Oh my god, that's literally Wendy leading that's the whole act." Shows. So, but it was so crazy. Um, Cat, I want to. Uh, <laughs> you had a why are we like this that I think is very interesting to talk about because I feel like everybody can relate to this. All right, so why are we like this? It's okay. just in general things that people kind of have in common. Uh-huh. And this is one. We're foodies. We love food. love food. We talk about food all the time. All the time. So I saw this meme the other day, okay. and it was like. You know, like when the meme um, has like the active GIF and some little kid like mm-hmm. looking suspicious. Yeah. And it said, um, why do we all take the extra fries in a bag and then act like we don't and then take the bigger like container of fries? Can I guess the GIF? Is it the little fat black kid with the big eyes? Yes. That's the GIF. That should be a new. Yes. Yes. But he looks suspicious. Yes. Yo, is that one? And literally, and when I watched it, I was like, yo, I don't even eat McDonald's anymore. But I've done this. Where it you eat the extra fries that are in the bag, and then you give whoever else the smaller version of those fries. Like, you'd be like, yo, here you go. And then you take the bigger fry pack. But you I also sometimes so might so take some of theirs. Yep. <laughs> Why are we Are we all just kind of like self-indulgent I, and selfish? I, I, I eyeball it. I remember eyeballing it. I, I, rem- I can see it yo. so clear. Every, every bag I've looked at. It's like, I look, I was like, oh, yeah, you got the, yeah, you got the fries. I look at them like, all right, you get this one. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna get this one and get these at the bottom. I'll, yes, I'll take the bag too. I'll, no, no, just, I'll, I'll, I'll take the bag. Yeah, I get the bag. It's cool. And I just give them their fries. I'm, and it's yo, like all for half, the extra fries. It's like half. It doesn't even <laughs> go past the brim. Mine oh. is out the brim. Mine yeah. looks like they're at a, a game. They're at sorts. a rave. But Your you fries are a, having a party. Like, and you have about two seconds to steal the extra fries because yeah. the person might look at you. And I used to do it so quick. Oh yeah, it's one scoop for me yeah once it's, no. it's one scoop to the corner to the other corner <laughs> boom when it's you in my see hand. somebody doing it like out of the corner of your eye have, i will judge you so much <laughs> if i see you doing that if i see you stealing fries i'll be like you greedy mother you but, stole uh, but half of you, is you stole also it from mad. me yeah you're also mad you because you would do yes. it because you don't have the you're bag mad because you didn't get a chance exactly. to do it exactly <laughs> yeah I'm like, oh, so you get the extra fries? Your fr- your fries look like they had a TED talk. They just they sitting up straight like. <laughs> but why do you think that is so common? Like, because we're co- all greedy, awful human beings. Because we, <laughs> because we know, yeah, that, and we also know how great they taste. That's For true. some reason, that that's why. Um, who is it? Five Guys adopted that. They they put your mm-hmm. they put your fries in there and then they get a full cup and then throw it in the they bag. They throw extra Wait, fries what? in your bag. Yeah, they do. Five that guys on- will give you a cup of fries and then they'll take another cup, scoop up extra fries. So you get two fries. Essentially, exactly. you get bag fries and you get a scoop of fries. They do that on purpose because they know. This is why Five Guys is amazing. Yeah, because they understand the inherent greed I, of I, every no, human being. I mean, I probably had Five Guys like twice. And you probably were like, "Yo, they be a mad fries in the bag." I yeah, probably. Yeah, I, yeah. Was, I was I'm just like, if you. feels- somebody messed up yes yeah yes. it feels like, good Yo, who's getting fired because i got extra fries yo, i got mad fries in the bottle don't fire my man john at the register that's son yo 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 john john mm, i see you You're like see what you that's so that's our policy it's, it's policy dude. and especially you want to know what i think for me it is mcdonald's when i, I used to watch when they would package the fries because you know how they had the scoop mm-hmm. yeah. yeah i don't that, know if you ever I, that chrome scoop yeah. yes i would watch them and i would and they go, go kind of like yeah, even yeah. it out yeah so i think to me that was why i did this that's why i took it because i was watching from the beginning oh, I'm like always watching oh that. i know which one it is that i'm already gonna yeah, have yeah. you picked out your fry thing before it even made the bag you oh, were like yeah. that's right there that's my bag of fries you're sitting there watching right like, there. okay on the left cool <laughs> you're watching the back and then you're like okay mine is right on top there i'm gonna go. grab those but you know what else i think for me it was the kids meals because you always got the small fries. So when your parents got the big fries and you got the small fries, I felt ah. like I deserved bag fries. Because I already had the small fries. The fact okay, that first you of said, all, I deserve <laughs> yes. bag fries. the entitlement fries. of the millennials. Oh my God. I absolutely deserve the bag fries since my fry count was very small. I had an insignificant amount of fries. I needed and more. I feel like I'm I a need. growing person. There's no reason. 
<laughs> I shouldn't have the best. You are an adult, sir. <laughs> you do not need these fries. Strictly preposterous. <laughs> <laughs> and you think about it, they got the red container, you got the paper one. Yes. Yeah. You got the you garbage. Flimsy. Your <laughs> joint looked like garbage. Like so, you felt like they were treating you like that garbage. Was the it other looked thing. like scratch paper. Yes. <laughs> my brain was like, this is all flimsy, so those fries are probably from my bag yeah, anyway. Because they had the cardboard. Wow. Uh, but, uh, but you can't say that because they put yours in a contained house. Yeah. <laughs> that little that little kids <laughs> with meal the burger thing. toy and the fries. We're talking poof. when they did that because in Brooklyn they didn't always give you the contained house. Oh, they, Damn, and, like, the I'm kids so meal were put into bags. Childhood. Because yeah. I love getting that little. See. <laughs> <laughs> I was like the saddest. I was like, so you never got the little house, Catherine? No, I used to. Damn, they did uh, you dirty. The son. times that Easy I did. like Sunday morning. Like, oh. So you just got a bag? Like it was put into a separate bag. Like a white bag. Like a white bag, like the, everybody else, but they would put all the kids' meals in one bag. Damn. All the kids. Oh, like, I so mean, if, like me and my siblings, sisters, you and your sisters, we would all get like one bag. Damn. And so now it's fair game. Like those fries is mine. Uh, <laughs> Yo, realize. I'm the youngest sister. <laughs> I didn't realize. How. I'm a growing girl. <laughs> I need these bag fries. You see my legs? They need to grow. <laughs> and everybody knows that fries have mad vitamins. <laughs> so let me get them bag fries with the real quick. <laughs> Speaking of childish behavior, uh, let's discuss the term man boy. Ooh. How? How does this term, like, there's no female equivalent. This term, I mean, it makes sense to me. I understand no, yeah. why there's no female equivalent. There's it's no, not like yeah. lady girl. Yeah, there's not, no. For women mature more yeah. faster. It's, why, that doesn't even make sense to say that. But I think the man boy term is more for, like, the guys that are looking for their women to essentially take over the role of their mom. Like, mm. these are men oh. who walk into a relationship and they're like, oh, well, I don't need to pick up after myself. I don't need to do this because there's always been somebody to take care of that. And it's like, no, you you are grown. Right. Like, you're you're oh. grown. You, you got to do this stuff. And there's not every dude is like that. What I don't like is the generalization that a lot of that every man is like that. Yeah, that's not true. But there are men who are mama's boys. Mm. True who honestly are looking for somebody to take over the role for their mom. And like, they don't need, they're not even psychologically aware. Mm -hmm. They just do all the things. And then what they do is they attract women mm. who are like that. Or who are motherly. The caregivers. Yes. Yeah. And so then they get, they just continue the cycle of not really maturing emotionally enough to be like, yo, I'm a man. I should take care of my own things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, you know what? I feel like, like I was, I was saying earlier, I was reading this book about, um, it's, uh, it's called King, Lover, Magician, or something like that. It's about men and just <clears throat> the psychology of men. Like some men just don't, like back in the day, they had tribes of, you know, and men would have a ritual mm -hmm. from you would go from a boy, and now you're a man, mm -hmm. and it was like you are now a man now. So these, this is the mindset you need to have in life and in taking care of everything, you know, your shit. Yeah. So a lot of us, a lot of men never got that. A lot of men just kind of just like my first time being called sir at a grocery store. I was like, what? <laughs> He's like, yeah, would you like that, sir? I was like, sir, <laughs> I'm still a teenager. What? <laughs> I am a 24 year old. <laughs> I am a sir now. And then so that when that hits you like, whoa, what? Some people just don't have that life kick in. Like yeah. I've had some harsh shit happened to me where I had to like really pull my shit together and really figure it out for myself and provide for myself and learn different things. But some dudes didn't have that. Yeah. Some dudes just had that coast Or through. they lose track of that somehow. Yeah. Like they you forget, forget exactly. That you have to be this. They forget what it's like to step up to the plate and handle a situation or handle life even. Yeah. You have to, like I, I realized as a man, you have to sit back, analyze yourself and really see who you need like for example fixing cars fit just the basics fit changing the tire for ye for years i didn't even know how to do that and i was like oh, i'll be all right but then i was like no i need to learn this shit mm -hmm. so I, I put it upon myself to learn that stuff i mean i was already good with my hands because my dad taught me a lot of things as far as it's like rebuilding things and and plaster painting things yeah. fixing cars and shit he taught me like small things but it's like i had to really take it upon myself to learn man stuff to really be like, okay, I'm solid in these departments. So if I were to get into a relationship with a woman, I need to know how to take care of these things. Yeah. So between that, learning how to uh, martial arts, fighting, just how to defend yourself, how to defend other people. Mm -hmm. um, just everything. You have to 
really take it. You have to do that because the thing is life now, everything is so fast. Mm-hmm. Everything is so fast. It's just, it's just given to you. And so you just got to some people just coast through like, oh, I'll be all right. I'll get with a girl. She'll do this. And that's the man boy yeah. situation. And so some dudes just don't grow out of it. Yeah. yeah. And that's the unfortunate thing is like no, <clears throat> nobody wants to berate their partner. Yeah. You know, in any way, like nobody wants to be that person. Some people don't even know they're doing that. Exactly. Yeah. Well, I think if you're single for quite some time. Yeah. And you become used to your habits and like, so mm-hmm. it could be something like dishes, which we spoke about. Um, or uh, I think one of the examples for this it was um, people who like constantly play video games. I was just about to say that. But, video games, yeah. cartoons, comic books, that whole. And not to say that. You have to balance it. Yes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Look, there's nothing wrong if exactly you play video games, but there's like a balance. Like if you're yeah. like legit just like playing video games and not taking care of what needs to be taken care of. I think probably that's what causes so much uh, strife and so many issues in relationships because it's like you're watching somebody do something that takes up their time that Mm -hmm. is completely insignificant and you know they have a laundry list of things that they have to take care of for themselves and you're just looking at it and you become that partner that is almost like a warden Mm-hmm. where you're just like this isn't fun anymore because now I gotta make you feel like crap while you're having a good time right now meanwhile there's so many other things you should have checked off of your list before you sat down yeah. to play video games you have to prioritize your day, exactly <laughs> it's like take care of what you need to take care of first not mm-hmm. let me play video games for three hours and then decide to try to get into what I want to because now you've lost motivation you've lost momentum you've lost the mm-hmm. entire day Yeah, but you know also that there's a certain t- well now you can make money yeah and now video games is like a big sport mm-hmm. but i mean if you're doing that but not a lot of but not a lot of people are doing that right so, yeah. right so i can't so don't so, act like so you're trying to take that training right? for <laughs> video games <laughs> when like, you never play ea sports man yeah. like you what you playing kirby like what right yeah. <laughs> you're not gonna get into ea sports <laughs> i think that like um the reason why there is no equivalent the reason why they're like that's there's no lady girl yeah is because um Women or girls <laughs> are taught from early to take care of themselves. Yeah, and take care of themselves. And I don't. I'm not only. I don't only mean like cooking, cleaning, like learning that kind of stuff. Because some people, some girls don't learn that. Well, look yeah. at Easy right? Bake Oven and the toys y'all had. Yeah, right. Y'all was but we had toys early. that were preparing ourselves for womanhood, but, for being. But older. even even not in yeah. that. Even when you think of puberty, the fact that the minute you get your menstrual cycle, mm-hmm. you are now responsible. For, this is something men don't go through. Yeah, like nah. we go through something that we have no choice in, and it just happens. And mm-hmm. at that point, you have to take care of yourself. And that that my mother kind of like put that in me and my sister's heads, which yeah. is like, this is just what life is, mm-hmm. and yeah. you have to be conscious of like how to take care of yourself. Make sure that you are prepared by buying certain like things you need, like pads or whatever. Mm-hmm. Those are not things that boys have to think of at an early age. Nah. So I think to me, the equivalent to pads. It's toilet paper, right? Mm. Because I constantly have to think of every month I got to have pads. I got to have um, yeah. tampons. I also have to have toilet paper. Yeah, toilet paper has to be in the house. Guys don't think about that until they live alone in their 20s. And then there's I'm no toilet paper. I'm about those things. <laughs> and then there's right. no toilet paper. And they're like, who didn't buy but, toilet paper? But you girls, doofus. Oh, oh me. Because I used a shower curtain. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, but women, we are thinking about, we're thinking about those little items from a young age. Yeah. And then we, then we kind of like, well, I'm here. Might as well get some toothpaste and some, you know what I mean? And I feel yeah. like that has forced us to grow up and then eventually, now maturing is a different thing, yeah. but to grow up with sure. certain responsibilities. Yeah. yeah. With men, I think the the man and then the boy part, it's like half of them might, like most are not mature, no offense. Um, <laughs> but the other half, it's just don't actually, never got into that habit. Yeah. Never had to get into that habit. They, they never they had a necessity to build those habits yeah. of they like- They weren't pushed. No, yeah. they weren't. They weren't pushed to create healthy habits in terms of taking care of themselves. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's like, then when you try to build that in a grown person, oh. mm-hmm. the resistance to that is ridiculous, first of all. It's stuck in it's the ways. insane that you would resist something that could only possibly benefit you mm-hmm. out of sheer laziness. Because that's what it is. The resistance against that is laziness. Yeah. It's like, I don't want to do it. I don't feel like getting up and doing it. Well, mm-hmm. nobody's going to do it for you, sugar tits. So you got to get up <laughs> and you got to do it yourself. Like, I'm sorry, but there's a part of me that's like, you got to put on your big boy pants and take care of what you need to take care of. Yeah. Like I have very little empathy for laziness mm-hmm. because it's one of my biggest pet peeves is people just choosing actively 
not to do what they need to do and what they should be doing mm -hmm. and just completely like like every single hour of their day is leisure time <clears throat> mm. yeah or people that do the bare minimum mm -hmm. and expect a round of applause or a parade yeah it's like no you did you you barely touch the surface of what you needed to do you barely got to the finish line yeah <laughs> and you are already congratulating yourself like i did amazing like yeah. you're, you're at mile and one and the oscar goes too yeah <laughs> i'm you like watch the plate man and that was that was something i think like also i think my parents were like that too like when i was little like i couldn't get praise for stuff that i was supposed to be doing in the first place right yeah like to ask for praise when your room is a mess and you cleaned it it's like this this you created the mess like why right. would i like you made the problem and then you fixed it congratulations like yeah. i don't know what you want me to tell you i mean if you want to be proud of yourself <laughs> hey, then cool. now we got electricity ah, Thomas Edison. <laughs> <laughs> i feel like um the other thing is like if you're inviting other people into your life mm -hmm. and space yeah. then that's what it when it really matters so for instance like the dishes thing mm -hmm. if you're living alone and that's on you like you can be however you want to be when you're by yourself. Yeah. But the minute you include someone else, but see, it's a different thing. I'm this, not saying that they shouldn't. This is why yeah. I feel like everyone needs to live by themselves at some point. They mm -hmm. need to be. You need to be. I mean, it's hard, but dating or just being in that dating field because that having a woman come to your house, mm -hmm. <laughs> you when she's like, oh, she's coming over, and you're like, in your head as a man. Oh, snap my shit looks fucked up i gotta get this together yep i remember one i remember one time i got an apartment in atlanta and i <laughs> i was working at sam's club i was working at sam's club i was going to school and i was working like at this restaurant i was like i, just, I was working crazy and this chick i helped her with this um like her waters or whatever and stuff in her uh her, her car and she was like yo let's go out sometime i was like oh, okay mm. cool she said, hey. i was like all right you know and then so i go home and I'm just not really at the house. All I have is I was doing, I was working in the studio at the time. So I had my beats and stuff and all my equipment in one corner. I had like, I didn't have a chair. Yeah. <laughs> she had nowhere to sit. I had food and, and had food in there. I had no chair. And I was just like, I didn't really care about it. But then I was like, she's coming over. I was like, I got to go buy a chair. <laughs> you got to have at least a chair. He works at Sam's Club. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I, work, I wasn't even thinking about it. Because I was like, I have my chair yeah. for my computer and all my crates and turntables and yeah. drum machines and all my stuff. I got my command center. Yeah. And then my bed and that's all i need i don't yeah. need another chair and i had i went and bought a chair and mm -hmm. i remember her walking in my apartment oh my god and she was just like okay oh i was like, oh i got this chair yeah, this chair. <laughs> you <laughs> were so proud of yourself so, yo i got wait, this did chair you, like, right here put the chair together when she was there no it was one of, it was a it was a nice like cushiony chair oh but you just i, I was just like yeah there's a chair <laughs> I, so I was like yeah there's the chair like, uh, yeah. Welcome to my apartment. Here's the chair. <laughs> Would you like to sit in this specially ordered Here's chair? Here's my command center. <laughs> space, space, the chair. <laughs> I was like, I did it. Chair. I heard no mention of a table. There was food. I heard there no was, mention of any I table. Mean, are there plates? I mean, yeah. There are plates. There are plates. I mean, I, I had a... Yeah, plates. Yeah, or plates. <laughs> I had, okay, I mean, just be real. I guys had, usually have like one or two, one glass, one mug. No, yeah. no, no. I had like plate set because you know my mom. She okay. I, I, that was instilled in me to have. You got to have a good set of plates yeah. and forks yeah. and spoons. Just and things. not chairs. I ate with a lot of chopsticks for some reason. I don't know. I was I like chopsticks for some reason. But anyway, I had chopsticks, plates, forks, spoons, all that. But I would eat off of crates. So I would just stack like three, oh. three to four. Four is too high. Three, three crates put a little something on top of it, and then I would eat like that, watch TV or whatever. So I had to get a foldable table and a, ch and a chair. That's right. I got a foldable table and so a chair. So that was your man boy stage. Now, yeah. That was my man boy stage. I was like, oh, snap, I got to change this shit up. And then and then over time, I got I got better furniture. Yeah. And I had, you know, had a, aesthetically, my apartment looked way better after yeah. that. But that, was, that came through dating. And like you said, bringing other people into that fold, yeah. you started to think like, yo, I got to... Yeah, I got to change this shit up. Yeah, I mean, you have I, to be considerate of the other human being that's occupying the same in, space. They're also an individual. Yes. But, but also of yourself. Like, I, you know this. I was dating this guy. We, I, I sat on his bed and it was the worst mattress I had ever <laughs> sat on. And I literally. <laughs> my friend. I'm, I'm sorry, I, go ahead. I, I literally. I grow, grown man. Grown man. <laughs> I literally go. 
yo, this is like, yeah. I can't do this. I got back problems. Like, <laughs> I can't. I was like, you a grown. And like, when I say grown, grown. grown. Like, you, I'm shocked you don't have back problems, sir. And he was like, really? And I was like, yeah. He was like, he literally said it to me. I'm a single man. Like, it's a, it was a full size. He was, He's two something. So we, Look, we're not fitting here. Men don't care. Right. We will be yeah. homeless. But here's the thing. It's, it's you. We, we do this for you. Exactly. So <laughs> I got a dope bed for women. Yes. Yeah. I was cool. I'm, finish. I'm, yes. I got Go ahead. Finish. About a week later, he buys a new mattress. <laughs> Hold on. And the amount of happiness, like when I sit down, he was like, "It's a good mattress, right?" And he you like that, that, yo. He was so, like my chair, yo. Like he was online talking about my new bed. Like yeah. he is so proud. But then hold on, I'm not even gonna lie. Then I was like, so um. Let's discuss these pillows. <laughs> wow. You couldn't even let him live. Yo, let lived. him live, cat. Yeah. Because hold on. You know who had he had two pillows. But he had a good pillow. And then the other one was trash. Oh, you had the and small that was fries. You. He gave you the small yeah, fries yeah, pillow. He had big fry. Yeah, big fry pillow energy. Yes. So don't be surprised in the middle of the night if a girl's sharing half of your pillow because the other pillow is trash. Look over. She's right there like, what? Now, now he told (laughs) She's right up in your space. (laughs) But it's that. I noticed he didn't even notice. And I was like, yo, for all these years, you've been having these women on this damn. And yo. none of them these low self esteem women sitting on this trash <laughs> bed. Just like, at least I have a partner. Oh, you stupid hoe. You didn't at even least tell I have him. a place to sleep. <laughs> you nah. didn't even have enough confidence to be like, can you get a better bed? I've been to the chiropractor three times since we started dating. <laughs> yo. yo, women play a part in that. Women yeah. have played a part in making me who I am and making this making certain priorities. You're welcome. <laughs> no, thank you. On behalf no, for of real. All my mom to all the women I yeah. dated and all this because my first bed in my apartment was <laughs> trash. It was trash. It was an air mattress. But I no, <laughs> Catherine no, is no, outraged. No, no, she is outraged no, no, right no, now. No, no, hold up. But my drink was air mattress, but it was like a giant like when you unfold it, it sits on an actual frame. Like so it, you, it has the built-in frame? It has the built-in frame. So oh. you unfold it and it sits up. And it had like a memory foam mattress on top of Sam's it. Sam's Club? Yes. <laughs> yes, it was that Sam's was Club. Sam's Deluxe. Club hookup. I got that deal. <laughs> so you open it up and it has this frame, has the, the mattress, and then it has like this this uh, this memory foam on top. Yeah. Yeah. So you couldn't really tell at first yeah. looking at it. You're like, oh. Yeah, but try to do some but stuff then on you, that. Well, well, make some things happen on that <laughs> yeah. mattress. <laughs> but what the Memory thing is, foam is the worst mattress to try to get it on. Like, oh, hell yeah. You, oh, yeah. Be, you, you be trying be to change solid, positions though. and it just contours to your body. Yo, so now you can't. It's like, like this? Ah. You be trying to change positions. You're like, I'm going to sleep here now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I guess I'm here. Like you get uh. on your knees and all of a sudden it sinks down and you're like, oh, we're not on the same level anymore. <laughs> I need a boost. Hold on, let me just step on this part. Yeah. Get you up. <laughs> it is nah. no way. Nah, so yeah, I had to I got a better bed and um That is very Having true, sex though. on the floor is way better. Yeah. It is. It's very it's so, I mean, you put it is. you put something down but it's solid. Yeah. It's like you on a bed, it's just like even even on a bed like a good mattress, it's still kind of you like you, you can get it. Yeah. But if you if you base yourself on the like on the floor, like steady ground, yeah, get it in, get it in, get it, get it guys. In. We're, we're giving you gems, solid. We are giving you gems here on how to. <laughs> if you base get yourself on. on the side of the bed, she's on the bed. So stop. Oh, how you? If you have the, if you have a good frame, yeah. that's what I'm saying. Put a leg, yeah, put a leg up on there, Yo, that, son. You got to be flexible. I, I discovered but you that just over time, there. though. Yeah. Yes. Yes. But you know, you, these you, are pearls of wisdom. But you that have to. But you have to get out there. You can't be the hot pocket. I'm sitting in the house, dude. You got to yeah. get out there, talk to people, and see <laughs> where you fucking up. You got to get your grown yeah. man on, and you and you can enjoy it. Yeah. Like the thing is, I think it's looked at as such an unenjoyable experience because it's responsibility. But you can enjoy it. It's oh, gonna yeah. come for you now or later. Yeah. So at some point you're gonna if, have if you're to gonna step up. If you're gonna be straight up. single forever, I you know you can do that. Best mm-hmm. of luck to you, my but guy. Mm-hmm. It don't happen like that. It always comes, even though I remember my whole, when I was single, I was like, ah, all right, 
I'm, I'm good. I don't need nobody. And you start seeing people, like, oh, what's going on? And then you now you're on dates again. Like, damn it, I said I wouldn't. Yeah. <laughs> you are. Yeah. I feel like you're when you're single, you are your grossest version of yourself. Oh, yeah. Because you're just like, nobody's here to see any of this. Yeah, what does it matter? It doesn't matter. Like, it Yo. doesn't matter. And then you, all of a sudden, you're in this thing and you hit the panic button because you're like, oh, I can't be gross anymore. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, you have to find mutual grossness. Yeah. Uh, because when you figure out oh wait you do that too like how are you a piece right, of trash right. here's how so, I'm a piece of trash how are you a piece of trash <laughs> right? and you'd be Yo. like okay but we can't get away with it for more than a week we get yeah, on yeah, that yeah. cool we gotta change this up yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, speaking of speaking of trash well no actually speaking of getting it on uh, here is our dear Gina question for today Ooh. which uh very interesting. I've actually answered this question for several girlfriends of mine. Um, dear Gina, why can't I orgasm? No matter what my partner does, uh, I just can't orgasm. Is there something wrong with me? Mm -hmm. um, first of all, no. Uh, <laughs> most of the time, especially if you know we're talking about from a female perspective, most of my female friends that have come, I'm assuming there's a female. Yeah. <laughs> like I'm assuming that there's not a guy on this planet it ain't us. who's like, why can't I it, get my that's nut? That's a different medical question. Yeah. You have there's something wrong with you, bro. Yeah. yeah. If if you, you can't, can't you like, can't skeet, there's a, something. Yeah. <laughs> something off. <laughs> the operating system for y'all is very simple. Oh yeah. However, very. for women, most of the time when you cannot orgasm, it is it's likely more of a mental thing mm -hmm. than it is a physical yep. thing. Get yeah. you have to get out of your own way mentally. We're so concerned to like, how do I look in this position? Like, is uh, am am I feeling bloated that day, or uh, am I sexy enough, or does this guy really want to stay with me? Like, understand, a woman's mind is still going even during sex, mm -hmm. and that's ninety percent of the time why she can't get off because she's thinking about a million other things. You have to be in the moment when mm -hmm. you're with your partner. You have to let. You have to understand that if somebody is willing to see you naked, they're okay with how you look. And that shit feels so good. Oh right? Yeah. Like when you when you like like connected. Yes. In that, like you both in that moment. Yeah. Oh man. When there's no at the same time. Yeah. That is the best. That is literally a. That's the extra fries, yo. That's yo, the extra. That's the bag fries. That is that's the, the bag fries. fries. Like of right sex. here. Oh, just, wow. You're like, oh my god. Yes. But most people cannot get out of their own way when it comes to stuff mm. like that. Yeah. And a lot of my girlfriends who have struggled with this, it's always like, well, first of all, you have to figure out what you like, mm -hmm. and then you have to yeah. tell this partner of yours what you like Say and what stuff. you don't like. Mm -hmm say stuff discuss oh, sex before you even have it you should have already discussed what you I like and don't like I love those discussions because yes. it was like before I never got that no like no. I was like and it's like you feel dumb as a man asking <clears throat> like I guess I gotta already know I gotta read your mind what the contra yeah. code is like up down left right like, like yeah. oh, oh, you like this way? no no this okay no <laughs> alright oh, alright you don't like that oh I'm sorry hey. oh I, I didn't mean to say sorry I, I meant mm, shit yeah <laughs> yeah you don't want to ruin the mood by asking exactly. the questions so you should you want to even flow yes and that's why a discussion beforehand and so many people are so afraid to talk about sex I guess maybe it's because why I, is that yo I don't I think it's the stigma of it's, it's, it's looked at as if you're a female and you talk about mm -hmm. it you're looked at a certain way because you're like oh well why are you so openly talking about this no no no, no. you talking about like just within conversation outside of sex or yeah within sex even within sex like even within your partnership me, with man. whoever yeah. you're with not talking about sex like is so ridiculously yeah, bad you're about to be mad vulnerable with this yes. person you're about to like about to basically put it all out there naked. so you might as well go Listen, this is what I'm into. Yeah. And yeah, choke me. Yeah. yeah. Slap me on the back of the head. If right. you don't like that. Whatever. Or even if it's not even like crazy stuff, even if you're just like, look, I'm really boring in bed. I remember um, during my <laughs> single college years, uh, there was a guy that I hooked up with oh, and he sure. was like, I'm really bad in bed. He's like, I have no rhythm. And I was like, oh. cool, I'll take care of that. I was like, thanks for letting me know. I will handle the rhythm department. Right. Follow yeah. my lead. Exactly. Just follow me. Word. But if nobody, if nobody says stuff like that, like you never learn and then you just have to guess when you're with a person and there's no more nerve-wracking thing than being like does this person even like what i'm doing yeah mm. i've been there before mm. right <laughs> where you're like are you enjoying this yeah i mean but you I don't want to ask that no not it, during sex you no, don't want to be like no. uh time out real quick um are you having fun hold on what <laughs> Real quick, uh, yeah. are you? Uh, <laughs> I love how from the he, back. Okay, hold up. Right. Uh, you cool with that? Okay, hold on. Let me. Oops, no, I'm <laughs> just taking like notes. All right, let me just. Uh, you got some tape. Right, 
Nobody saw the pumping action that just that happened. Came, all right, she got it from the back. Pull the hair, choke a little Pull bit. Hair, choke a little bit. Cool. Follow the instructions. <laughs> all right, cool. Please follow the following instructions. I, like I feel like for women, I had somebody once tell a guy once say this, and we talked about it, which was he said, "I feel like it's a woman's responsibility to almost know what makes her come," and then I said but to tell you that so you can assist her in that. And he was like, I mean, I guess I never looked at it that way. But we didn't have sex. This was just like a regular conversation. Thank God. Yeah, no, God, <laughs> like, no. I feel like this would have been epically bad sex. No, oh my God, no. But I was just like, I did understand the part where he said the responsibility. As a yeah. woman, when you say, get out of your head, yeah. it's understanding that, you know, some, some women, um, intercourse is not going to make them come. Yeah. So knowing that it might just be stimulation, foreplay. it might be yeah. stimulation. Forget about that, and I yeah. think that we God, we want to be so yes. aware of like, because it could take a little bit more time for some women. Yeah. So we get in. Some women will get into your head about like, he's been doing this for a little minute. Mm. You know what I mean? Because. <laughs> He's, he's been there. I for hate a little, that you yeah. just said for a little minute. <laughs> for a little minute. You just sitting there like, oh, catch you mad, disrespectful. <laughs> like, so first for and foremost, so you just <laughs> swirling. Like, right. Cat will, cat will be so disrespectful. Why are they canceling? The helicopter tits. She's on her back. Like, all right, all right. When is he gonna freaking hush? <laughs> and that's the worst. You look like, down, and it's just that. Mm. Face. Like, She's right. looking at her watch like, ah, oh, all right, She's my on man. I watch playing games. Like, I think this is getting but, some calories in. But then don't be afraid to switch it up. Yeah. Know exactly what you like. And then also, where I, I let in certain like relationships or certain situations, I do like to explore. So yeah. sometimes it's not just like, I know exactly what works for me, mm. but you may not be like the rhythm thing. You may not be good at that. You know, yeah. not everybody's a good DJ. I'm yeah. just, I'm being honest. Puka, puka, puka. <laughs> I'm just being real. You know. Get it. <laughs> <laughs> so also, also figuring out in that. Figuring out what they're good at. If, yeah. Because, you know, maybe they don't know how to communicate themselves. So mm. I, I, I feel like with this person, though, You've been with this person for a while. Yeah. Mm -hmm. At this point, I think it's the head thing. She's not out of her head. Yeah. But also, just like I said with men having to do research, like me having mm. to be like, okay, let me research myself as mm -hmm. a man and who I am and what things I can do, what things I can't do, where am I weak at certain points. I think women, there's some, sometimes there's some trauma that happened mm -hmm. that's been compressed down so much that you just don't think about it <clears throat> you forgot about it yeah. and it's just like that needs to be unearthed to be like oh snap this did happen to me yeah oh that's why i don't like this or that's why i don't like being touched like this on the shoulder or mm. this and that so i feel like it's it could be something that happened back in the day that you just don't even there's think about there's a lot of self-reflection and self-examination <laughs> yeah. that you need to do sometimes that needs to, to know yourself sexually to be yeah. like hey why don't i like that why am i not into mm -hmm. that like there's certain positions that even, people are uncomfortable in like it's yeah. even a physical thing where it's like no this hurts or if you don't have mm -hmm. upper body strength goodbye missionary like you can't you can't <laughs> do Yo, certain positions if you cannot hold true. yourself up. Not worse than somebody tumbling over. Yes. Or like you can what see happened? them struggling like right? their arms start to shake. You can be like, uh, do, you, uh, do you need some assistance, son? Like, you high? You want to do the elbows? You, you, you can elbow no, plank it, bro. Just elbow it. Just elbow it. All right, I got you. Just You know what? I'm to just going to get on top. You get Let's to the side of the bed. I get switch. you. But then also being okay with doing certain things. Like, for instance, mm -hmm. I, I feel like um, it it took me a while because, mm -hmm. you know, I had started having sex like my late teens. Okay. But it wasn't until like my early to mid 20s when I was like, wait, girl, you definitely masturbate. I can do this during. Yeah. And mm. there's a lot going on. He, yeah. he's, he's figuring things out on his own. I, I sometimes am like some guys can't do two things at once. Yeah. But this is going to help me. And most of the time. It also helps him because once you're like, I'm, I really know me. Yeah. He's and some some guys will be like, I want you to do this to yourself. Yeah. And it's like, oh, hold like yeah, you jump started. And yeah. Then he jumps yes. in. Yes. Oh, okay. But I like, thought it was like a jump start as he's going. Like he's in, and then the 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 the, 
the diddle, diddle. It's also too like when you're with somebody. Well, it's hard to thrust and diddling at the same time sometimes. I like the terminology. I mean, in certain positions. That whole situation. Well, because like I said, the girl's rhythm, the girl's rhythm, like you might be doing it, but that doesn't mean you're pleasing her. Yeah. So in that situation, you don't know how fast, how slow, how hard. Your own, your own Exactly. So I'm not mad at you. You tried, and thank you, boo. Like I really appreciate that. But that's what I got me. I got me. And okay. in that, now I'm going to react in a way that's definitely gonna, you know, like mm-hmm. uh, make this better. Maybe that person just needs to be more expressive of what they do. Even it's when also about you both being in the moment. Mm. Like you have to both be in the moment. One of my least, but, least favorite but things. That's what foreplay does. Well, mm. that's the thing. It's not it just foreplay, but because even with foreplay, like I've I dated guys before that would constantly make jokes, like during foreplay, or constantly what? like. Yeah, like they would try to be funny, and try, and I'd be like, "Cause you're a comic." Yeah, or just... sometimes it was because I'm a comic. Sometimes it's just because the guy's uh. a doofus, and you're just like, "Why are you ruining this?" Like we're trying to have an adult moment where we're both turned on, and you are wildly, wildly <laughs> turning me off right now. Because first of all, you're not funny. Stop trying to make jokes. Like it's like first of all, I'm judging you're funny, and it's awful. <laughs> she, she's she's checking the room. Like, mm, I don't like. <laughs> Read the room, bro. Read the room. It is not that time. It's like this should be. I remember Dante telling me once. Um, Dante was hooking up with a friend of mine, right, for years ago, and she was so like giggly and like kept trying to be funny and he was like it was a complete turn off because he's like when i'm trying to have sex with you this is a grown sexy moment mm. this isn't for you to be giggly like a, a doofus teenager that's <laughs> having sex for the first time that's <laughs> <laughs> <As> your penis <laughs> like come on dude like this should be sexy it should be two grown folk enjoying each other enjoying the moment yeah, you right. gotta know moment. when to like be playful yeah know when to yeah. be playful and know how to be playful during sex the wackest thing is that's when somebody weird. takes you out of the element by being goofy or stupid and then you're like well now i can't even get turned on anymore because you legit like you just killed the mood like i just wanted something sexy and you ruined it like there's nothing that kills a lady boner than somebody not being able to be romantic and sexy in the moment yeah when you gotta beg for that from a partner Mm. that's like whack i've never had to do this (laughs) well yeah well you're dealing with somebody with who's not emotionally mature enough You know what I mean? Where it's like, why Why do I have to talk you through this? There should be a natural moment between two people where we're like, mm-hmm. yo, we're fooling around. And also, people forget how important foreplay is. Oh, yeah. Very important. It doesn't matter how... And it's not only for the woman. No. No, it's, it's for, a build-up. It's, to it's get a build-up and that it's zone. fun. But then there's dudes that are like, I just want to get to it. And it's like, yeah, but there's so it's so much more fun when you have a build-up. Yeah. I mean, sometimes it's fun to like do it in the middle as well. Like at some point, Y'all stop because you want it to continue going. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? That's oh, marathon okay. sex yeah. right there. That's yeah. marathon sex. That's, you take you a break. Yo, and then you get into it. Then you get into it. And you're uh, like, oh, this is okay. We're going to do this again? You go okay, in, okay. Go in and you come out. And, uh, but I think at the both start like, of it, unless you're trying to do a quickie, at the start of it, there has to be some sort of foreplay. Like, you got to like start up somehow, turn somebody on somehow. You got to introduce the, the inner juices. Yeah. So it's just like, like when you're about to eat fries. Hey. <laughs> and it all comes and back to the fries. fries. Like when you look at those fries, you're like, mm. Mm. Oh. and they and they put that and they putting those fries in that that little cart. Yes. You're like, mm. God damn. That <laughs> you that, just, that you that, start that, salivating. You be yeah. like, yeah. You gotta have that build up. So yes. when it comes, so when you do touch each other, even mm-hmm. just on the hand, shoulder, whatever, it's and electric. You bring each other, it's like, mm. yep. well, that's where the difference between um like sensual and sexual, because mm. like think about it, making out is the first thing that really like starts it all off. Mm-hmm. Like, I think that's one thing that from teenage years when you first made out with somebody mm-hmm. to now, it's, it could still turn you on tremendously. Yeah. yeah. But some people are not good at making out. Some people so figuring just, yeah. some, yo, no, you've, come on, you never had a sloppy and you're just like, oh, not anybody I, everything I dated else seriously. about you. Yeah. <laughs> I like. If you cannot you... kiss, I am not dating you seriously. You I am touch sorry. Touch my nose. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why is my lip Yo, bleeding? Ugh. My earlobe is <laughs> too much. Could you? Uh, yeah. Somebody that's bad at like making out or foreplay, because and people forget about making out. Mm-hmm. Like the amount of times you gotta practice that, man. Yeah. You... Lip too dry. Lip too wet. Lip yeah. Too... <clears throat> you gotta have that in between. People forget how sexy it can be just to. Make, out, make with out with somebody. Oh yeah, 
And then they just omit it and they're like, well, let's just do it. And it's like, nah. all right, that's super romantic, bro. And, <laughs> and they like, also forget Thanks, that. Thanks, dude. Let's just let's, get to it. Let's do it <laughs> Making now. out is different with every person. Yeah. Like some, sure. I've been I've been in situations where I'm more of the lead, more more forceful, and other ones where I'm like, no, that's kind of what he does. Or yeah. You go with that. Or you got the fight. Like, yeah. 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 Your tongue goes up and tongue goes down. Like, no, mine, <laughs> I'm going in. <laughs> I'm controlling this tongue. <laughs> right. But knowing that rhythm. And yeah. I, I yeah. mean, Again, I do think a lot of people, even from younger ages, I mean, I think that before I did, had actual intercourse, foreplay was a thing. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And so, like, you have to know what you're really good at in that mm-hmm. and then also what you really like in and that. And sometimes and surprising surprising somebody with some foreplay, like, out of nowhere <laughs> is, like, the sexiest hey. thing when somebody just grabs you and kisses you oh, and you're man. just like, oh, shit, okay. I Are we you, doing this right now? I thought okay. you just making cookies. Like, nah. No. Nah. <laughs> I'm going to make this baby is what I'm going to make. <laughs> We're in the kitchen. Don't worry about this shit. Mm-hmm. Count it It's our kitchen. <laughs> Don't worry it's about Chris it. In this kitchen right now, <laughs> there's something really sexy about that, like spontaneous foreplay. Even if you can't like have sex at that moment, mm-hmm. there's something super sexy about it's spontaneous. That energy, but that's all stuff that happens in the beginning of a relationship, and mm-hmm. then people forget about it. The importance is like I don't know how long this person's been with their partner, but after a while, people lose that spontaneity and that sexiness because it's they get it, they fall into a routine. Mm-hmm. Ah, yep. And that routine messes everything yeah. up and it makes everything stale. Yeah. Because you stop. And it, again, this comes down to mindfulness, thoughtfulness, mm-hmm. being appreciative of your partner mm-hmm. and knowing what your partner likes and doesn't like and not taking advantage of the fact like, okay, well, I know what this person likes, so let's just get to it. Like, let's have nah. some kind of build up to that because that makes it even better when you know what somebody likes and then you build up anticipation mm-hmm. of it happening. Mm-hmm. I, I always try to keep myself in a state of um, I'm just starting to date my girlfriend. Mm. Yes. Like I always like like she's even told me <laughs> once like she caught me once out like she was she was she was dressing up or something like that. And I was over at the house and I was eyeing her up mm. like a chick I've never seen before. Mm-hmm. But it's just the mindset I stay I stay yes. in to keep that. I, yes. I, was, I was looking at her, I was like, I was like, God damn. And, you know, you kind of look and you vert away. She said, why are you looking at me like we or I haven't been dating? I was like, I don't know. I just. I think that's I, the I'm sweetest just, thing. Like, I, I, I give her, I, you know, compliment her and everything. But I'm always just like, I interrupt. Like, no, but you want like a genuine damn. compliment. As a woman, we can smell bullshit a mile away. When you're giving us some bullshit compliment, like. Like when you tell a guy like, oh, well, how come you never call me pretty? And then the next day he's like, you look really pretty. Like, I want to punch you in the throat <laughs> right now. At least he waited son. a day. Yeah, like wait a day. <laughs> he's like, I can't say it now. It's like oh, wait. genuine <laughs> compliments. Day. Like when somebody's like that to me yeah. is such a flattering thing to have somebody look at you and be like, like, damn, like that's my girl. You see, that's that's the mindset yes. I keep I keep myself in. Just like, cause I feel like it keeps that fresh. If you say yeah. it, then that's cool. But if you don't say anything then that's kind of awkward for me. What do you mean? Like if you, when when she looks at you and saw you looking at her, and uh-huh. she's like, why are you looking at me? If you say what you just said, yeah. say, then it's gorgeous. like, well, like, goddamn. Yeah. Yeah, well, I, I, on I my like, part. I was like, well, <laughs> let me take these clothes off real quick. But, <laughs> <laughs> as soon as you say that, <laughs> let me just lose these clothes real quick. Oh, no, mm-hmm. I say it. I wouldn't just be like, okay. <laughs> look away. I'm like, yeah. I'm like what are you looking at me for? Like, come on, you know why. See, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm naturally just an awkward person, but for me, it's once they know how to like work around that. And mm. you know what I mean? Like I'm someone who's very jumpy. So you can't just come out from the cut if I was in the room. You yeah, punch like, right what in the, the throat. Like, oh, that's no, I, I no, I wouldn't come out the cut like, huh. it was, it was, it you was, sexy as hell. And then just, just get punched <laughs> right in your face. <laughs> oh, God. You broke my nose. You got some ice? I'm like, no. It was, I got me in the living room and you know, you walk past the, you walk past the door and I'll, Look over a little bit, like okay. But it goes yeah. both ways, and I think that men do it to women more often. Like they check them out, mm-hmm. but women sometimes forget to do that for their men. Oh hell no! I am wildly inappropriate with my husband. No, I know I'm Constantly. not, but not every woman, because like you said, in but the just routine, true. You have to be aware of it. Like you have to sometimes look at him when, like, whatever he's doing, whatever it is that you liked from the beginning, and be like, damn. Yeah. I'll tell my husband. I'll be like, yo, that like you're mad sexy right now, son. I'm like, oh, you're sexy. Yeah. And he'll just, and he just like laughs. <laughs> and like, cause it is. We don't a know thing how to deal with compliments. No, I, men I, really do not I, know how to deal with compliments. I, some, uh, I remember I did a show and this lady called me beautiful. And mm. I was just like, 
Thank you. Thanks. Thanks. Appreciate it. Uh, you enjoyed the show? <laughs> I'll take my am I, am I funny, though? Like, thank you, I was but like, am I, I funny? Was the show funny? Yeah. Like, hey, funny but she you're also say, beautiful. She kept saying, I was like, thank you. Out of here. I don't know what's going yeah. on. Yeah, <laughs> I feel unsafe, so I'm gonna leave. I did not know how to take that. Yeah. So my just... my husband can't take a compliment, no matter how many times yeah. I tell him. Like I, I mean, and I will. I am wildly inappropriate with my husband, and I <laughs> do not care. I will say the freakiest stuff. I don't care. I will text him stuff when he's on stage. Like he'll be working. Oh, why he's on stage, yo? He'll be oh, working, damn, girl. and I'll be like, yo, yo, yo. I'm like, yo, when you done, why don't you come over here? Let me hit that. <laughs> like I'll just say the most inappropriate things to my husband, yo, and it is amazing. He's playing an instrument, so yeah. I'm like, "Yo, I got an instrument for you to play." Playing, That's what like, I tell him all the time. I'm like, he'll be like, "Yo, I'm hungry." I'll be like, "I got something you he can plays eat." Guitar too, don't he? Yeah, he plays guitar. He plays, he plays piano. I'm so wildly inappropriate he with plays that poor man. He plays everything. Yeah, <laughs> I'll tell you what else he plays. <laughs> oh Lord, oh plays the brion. Hey, he plays the brion. <laughs> Sounds like a fancy guitar. Right. He plays the brion all the time. The Hilton, the brion, and the uh, <laughs> and the Ritz Carlton. The brion uh, Hotel Empire is what we're discussing. Uh, in case my parents are listening. Um, <laughs> all right, guys, we gotta wrap this up. But uh, menu and tell the people where they can find you. Um, you can find me on uh, Instagram m h a r t number three thousand. Um, also, I have a podcast called Minuins Movie Pass. I talk about movies and I play around with a lot of music in the background. So it's a it's, a, it's an experience. So check me out on that. And um, you know, on Facebook, Minuin Heart. Spell it M E N. Any projects you want to promote or anything you're throwing out there? Shows you want to promote? April. Well, this is this is far out there, but April twenty eighth. I'll be at um, I'll be at Caroline's. I'm doing a breakout. Nice. Oh, nice! Congratulations. Yeah, thank you. I'm, I'm got to get ready for that. So Hell I'm, yeah. I'm prepping for that April 28th and get your tickets. I don't know when you start getting tickets, but that. Um, I have other. I have a bunch of. Oh, oh damn! This. I got an um, audio book coming out called um, mm. called Black Captain. <clears throat> it's nice. a. It's about a black black guy that's a captain. Some space. It's a lot of sounds. A lot of. I do a bunch of different voices on it, and. Um, that's coming out soon. So I got that. And also instrumental album, uh, Inner Soundtrack, that's coming out. Should be January. So I'm working on that too. So yeah. Amazing. Got a lot of things popping. He's so talented and he's beautiful. Oh my God. Don't forget he's beautiful. <laughs> I gotta go. <laughs> <laughs> Catherine, tell the lovely people where they can find you. You can find me on Instagram. It's Catherine G. Mendoza. Oh God. I'll spell it. It's, <laughs> she likes this. It's at K-A-T-H-E-R-I-N-E-G dot M-E-N-D-O-C-A. Uh, I wish I could all see my and little dance. Twitter at Kathy Grace 24. I won't make you spell that one, no, but thank no. you. <laughs> I get so happy when you spelled it. Um, <laughs> you guys know you can find me on the gram at Gbrion. The website is ginabrion.net, also dot com, because ballin'. Um, <laughs> ballin' via a friend who bought it for me. <laughs> so <laughs> uh, you can check out my HBO special, Easily Offended, which is yes. out now on all of HBO's platforms. Definitely. I have another special that I'm recording soon. And uh, yeah, you guys will be able to see that when it comes out. And I'll have all the information on that soon enough. I always like to end the show with a piece of advice that my mom to this day still gives me. Uh, when life throws a lot of stuff at you, handle it one catastrophe at a time. So one catastrophe at a time, people. Until next time, deuces. You the kind of chick to get the work twice daily. Looking real sweet with the bite like Bailey's. Hands on deck, I'm swimming it like Navy. Yeah, do it like that. You the kind of chick that's ready to fight back. Looks damn good, but really she type bad. Go to sleep, I call her my night cat. Born killer, you a born killer. Mm. Go on, get him. Go on, go on, get him. Mm.